the gospel of mark chapter 12 verse 29 to 31 jesus replied the first is this hear o israel the lord our god is lord alone you shall love the lord your god with all your heart with all your soul with all your mind with all your strength the second is this you shall love your neighbor as yourself there is no other commandment greater than this praise god and then we read first john 4:18 first john 4:18 there is no fear in love but perfect love drives out fear because fear has to do with punishment and so one who fears is not perfect in love and then we read first john 4:8 whoever is without love does not know god for god is love and then the last one we are going to read is Jeremiah chapter 32 and from verse 39 one heart and one way i will give them that they may fear me always to their own good and that of their children after them i will make with them an eternal covenant never to cease doing good to them into their hearts i will put the fear of me that they may never depart from me i will take delight in doing good to them i will replant them firmly in this land with all of my heart and my soul praise god let us pray Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, we bless you, we honor you, we worship you, we enthrone you, Jesus, we glorify your holy name. Thank you, Lord, for your word. Thank you, Jesus, for your word. Speak to our hearts, Lord. Speak to our lives. Transform our hearts. Change us, Lord, to be just like you. Reveal to us something new about your word at this very moment something that is going to stir up your love in our hearts and draw us to you for the greater glory of your name in Jesus name we pray with thanksgiving amen so we started by reading um the gospel of mark and mark was reminding us about the first commandments and Jesus spoke about it and he said that the Lord is God alone so that means if he is God alone then he has to take the first place he has to take all the worship and worship means love because it is from the love that he pours into our hearts that we offer or we are able to offer all our worship you see if we don't love then we can worship however 
the Lord in his own mysterious ways has a way of giving us that grace to worship and the more we worship the more his love overflows into our hearts and the more we receive that love the more we pour out our worship to him so is a is about worship and we know that Jesus died on the cross of Calvary for love of us he consecrated himself for love of us of his own children and the thing is as the bible says you shall love the lord your god with all your heart with all your soul with all your mind with all your strength the second one is you shall love your neighbor as yourself and the question is if we do not have love in our hearts then how can we love our neighbor if we do not have the love in our hearts the love of god that perfect love of god that nourishing love of god then we are not able even to love ourselves and if we do not have love in our hearts then we cannot love others and the bottom line is it has to start from god then that way he perfects us and how is that we read in the book of first john 418 that god only is perfect so if only god is perfect then he is the only one who can perfect our brokenness with his love so the perfect love of god is what will drive away every fear from within us and why do we have so much fear in the world today because we all need the love of god why there's so much fear in the hearts of men why there's so much fear in the hearts of men is because we are lacking one thing the perfect love of god and how do we get that love it is when we worship god it is when we pour our brokenness before him then when we open our hearts with that desire to love him then his love has a direct access we are literally opening our hearts so that his love can flow into our hearts and like the bible says there is no fear in love but perfect love drives out fear why is there so much fear to love our neighbors as ourselves you know and we have found instances where people have tried to love their neighbors and they are mistaken you know they are mistaken or misjudged why because there is just so much fear in the hearts of people in the hearts of men and one way that this fear can be driven out of our hearts is when we receive the love of god you see the love of god is everything that is why god is love we just read that in the book of first john 4:8 that god is love and whoever is without love does not know god okay so god is love god is perfect it is the perfect love of god that casts out fear 
and then Jesus said that God alone is God so we shall love the Lord with all of our heart all of our mind all of our strength so that means we just have to offer every sense from within us everything that we are has to be laid down at the feet of God worshiping and when we choose to love the Lord when we choose to obey that word of God it doesn't matter how fragile or broken or burdened or afraid we are that is a moment of restoration that is a moment of a turnaround a shift happens you know something changes we are transformed right at the throne you know everything happens around the throne and i remember this song that has been sung that says it all revolves around the throne of god it all revolves round your throne who can know your glory so high above yet slain for us you alone are worthy the message is it all revolves around the throne of god and why around the throne because that is what the scripture tells us and i just remembered there is actually a scripture that tells us the same it says for the lamb who is at the center of the throne will shepherd them lead them to springs of life giving water and god will wipe away every tear from their eyes that is revelation chapter 7 and verse 17 but there is another scripture that tells us what happens around the throne what happens around the throne revelation chapter 22 verse 3 the throne of god and of the lamb will be in it and his servants will worship him they will look upon his face and his name will be on their foreheads night will be no more nor will they need light from lamp or sun for the lord god shall give them light and they shall reign forever and ever that's revelation chapter 22 verse 3 and 4 and 5 so everything happens around the throne of god and when we think about it what exactly happens if the lord is sitting on the throne definitely something else happens he just doesn't sit normally is worship is what is going on around the throne so if that is a secret then i'm not surprised that jesus talked about um worship the lord alone because he knew that when we worship when we we also um when we worship around the throne then that is where our lives will be transformed that is a place where our lives will be changed that is where 
we shall be we shall find shelter and every desire will be satisfied but if we are not around the throne then it means we are going to suffer so many challenges because we have been created to dwell in the presence of God we have been created to dwell around the throne of God and we know from the uh, book of revelation chapter 5 and from verse 7 the bible records he came now we are talking about jesus he came and received the scroll from the right hand of the one who sat on the throne when he took it the four living creatures and the 24 elders fell down before the lamb each of the elders held a harp and gold bowls filled with incense which are the prayers of the holy ones they sang a new hymn worthy are you to receive the scroll and to break open its seals for you are slain and with your blood you purchased for god those from every tribe and tongue and people and nation praise god and then again we read um revelation 4 and verse 10 from verse 9 whenever the living creatures give glory and honor and thanks to the one who sits on the throne who lives forever and ever the 24 elders fall down before the one who sits on the throne and worship him who lives forever and ever they throw down their crowns before the throne exclaiming worthy are you lord our god to receive glory and honor and power for you created all things because of your will they came to be and were created praise god so now we see different scriptures in the word of god reminding us and revealing to us the depths of this word that jesus spoke about worship so worship is love and we go back to it that is mark the book of mark chapter 12 verse 30 you shall love the lord your god with all your heart with all your soul with all your mind with all your strength now the most interesting thing is you see all these how many your heart your soul your mind and your strength all these four things can only come into fulfillment or be accomplished in worship the highest or the 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 highest form of love that we can express to god is worship is worshiping him with our heart yes and then the soul is involved worship with the mind when we worship god the mind just shuts down so the mind submits to god remember that is where all the arguments happen in the mind all the negativity happens in the mind all the pretensions happen in the mind so when we are worshiping god then that means the mind is submitting and we are receiving the mind of christ and the burdens that come into our mind are lifted the disturbance in the mind is come down then the peace of christ flows into our mind and then the soul is immersed in worship in unity with the king of kings because he put a soul in us that belongs to him so when we worship our soul is united with him and this is how we find peace that surpasses all understanding 
and then we have with all our strength is about worship worship is not supposed to be a uh, passive it's supposed to be active it is supposed to be a continuous activity you know that we do we you know it is like it is a continuous activity the same way we you know we exercise and probably even do runs or go to the gym the same same kind of strength that we are supposed to use to worship god worship he created these bodies he created us and if he created this body then we owe everything to him we owe everything to him so when we read that verse 30 is just a reminder that this four will be accomplished or come into fulfillment in worship and then from that point from that that point of transformation because once we worship god you know we come out as new it doesn't matter the burdens you are carrying the worries that are in the mind it doesn't matter the fears you are experiencing or the challenges or whatever it is that could have been disturbing us but the minute we worship god we cannot come out of that that presence of god we cannot come out of that presence the same that is why the book of revelation reminds us that there are springs of life giving water flowing from the throne you know it is the grace of god that flows the presence of god the love of god so we are filled with love we are filled with the grace and when we come out of worship we suddenly feel like we have the grace to move on we have the, the hope that we need we have the strength that we need so the challenges that we are experiencing every day is because the moments in our lives when we have not done this one thing to love the lord with all of our heart soul mind and strength then definitely we will find challenges and everything will come trickling down because if we haven't given god the first place we'll not be able to experience the peace the joy and the love that we need to be able to live each day you know with that joy no matter what comes our way that peace and then we cannot give it to anybody because if we don't have it then how can we give what we do not have and the other thing is we are not able to live our lives to the full you know theologians say that we have 365 words written in the bible do not be afraid why will the lord allow that to happen he knows that we it is like the whole year we need to hear it and we need to adopt it we need not to be afraid because there will always be something that will make us feel afraid something that we can see or we cannot see it is i mean a battle that we have to fight until the day we die how do we fight it we need the love of god to be perfected in the love of god that is why the book of first john tells us 4:18 that perfect love of god will cast out every fear perfect love of god can only be found around the throne of god so if we keep away from the throne of god then we are going to suffer the consequences we are going to be struggling and we be crippled we are going to be crippled by fear but if we make a choice and a decision 
to dwell around the throne of Jesus, the throne of God, the throne of grace, the throne of mercy in worship, then that means a life-changing experience for us because when the power of God, when that life-giving presence of God flows into our hearts and into our lives, into our minds, we are going to be transformed, you know. And then we read um, what the book of Jeremiah 32, 39 to 41 says, that this is what happens when we come out of that throne. It is already a covenant that the Lord has established for us in our lives. So we have to receive it and receive it as the package that he wants to give us. He says, one heart and one way I will give them that they may fear me always. So the fear of God is the beginning of wisdom. That is the fear that we need, not the fear of everything else, just the fear of God. And that fear of God is what protects us from sinning against God. It is a protecting fear. It is not the other fear, you know, from the enemy. So they may fear me always to their own good and that of their children after them. I will make with them an eternal covenant. That is a promise God is giving us. Never to cease doing good to them into their hearts. I will put the fear of me that they may never depart from me. You see, the Lord has promised already. It is a covenant that he is establishing, you know, uh, that he will put a fear of him in our hearts so from if we dwell in the presence of god if we love god we give him the first place and we worship him and we make this decision so the lord has already promised that he will protect you and i his protection will be upon us the protection from departing from him and this is the new heart that the lord gives us the new heart that he puts in us and then he says that they may never depart from me. And then he says, I will delight in doing good to them. I will replant them firmly in this land with all my heart and soul. Just imagine what the Lord says. The Lord delighting in doing good to us. So that means the goodness of God, what David says in the book of Psalms 23. That the Lord's goodness and mercy shall follow us all the days of our life. So his delight will be to do us good. If the Lord delights to do good, that means it will be a constant overflowing presence of God, overflowing blessings of God, overflowing power of God. So we shall never lack. No wonder David said, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall never lack. But you see, David was a worshiper. So I'm not surprised that he said that. So if we dwell in the presence of God, then we can declare the same words and it shall be. So may the Lord help us to be able to live in accordance with his precepts. And to know that this is not hard. It is going to benefit us, not just for a day, but for eternity. And then remember, it is an eternal covenant. It is a new covenant relationship. This eternal covenant is not just established for a day. It is a covenant is something that cannot change. And if God has established that covenant, then that means for us it's just to receive. But we have to do something, do what the scriptures tells us to do. And by his grace, we shall pray that he will help us. 
So let's pray. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, we thank you, we bless you, and we honor you. We praise you, Lord, and we worship you. We welcome your presence once again into our hearts. We thanksgiving, Lord, for having spoken to us. Thank you, Jesus, for revealing your mysteries in our hearts and in the hearts of every listener of this podcast. I dedicate them to you and all their plans, their desires, and everything that pertains them. The Lord, you may help us to obey your precepts, to love you with all of our heart, mind, and soul, and to be able to bow our hearts, Lord, at thy feet, knowing that, Lord, we are going to receive the benefits of every moment that we come before your throne in worship. Deliver us from every fear, Lord. There is so much fear in the world, so much fear in the hearts of your children. Deliver us, Lord, from fear and help us to be able to come before your throne with confidence that you will not fail us, that you sympathize with our weaknesses. Even fear to come before your presence, even fear to call you, Father. Lord, deliver us so that we can worship you. Help us to worship you. Help us to live the life of worship that you created us for. You created us to worship you, Lord. And whenever we come before your throne, we believe that our lives will be transformed. You have established a new covenant relationship, a covenant of love, a love that desires to and delights to do good to us, your children. You have promised to give us a new heart. Transform us, Lord. Change us for the greater glory of your name. We can do nothing without you, Jesus. Let your love fill our hearts. Let your love draw us to your throne, Lord. Let your love draw us to your presence so that we may be transformed to be just like you. Lord, we honor you. We praise you and we bless you. And we thank you because of your faithfulness in our lives. Have your way and be magnified. Thank you, Jesus. Take all the glory and take all the honor for who you are. In Jesus' name, we pray with thanksgiving. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.